This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Red Valley is intended for mature audiences and contains scenes some listeners may find distressing. Please go to redvalleypod.com for full content warnings on every episode. Do you want to continue? Hello! It's um, day 13 and I'm in the mess. I am playing myself at pool and winning. Oh, I fixed the jukebox. Just another easy fix by Gordon Pollock, Warden of the Valley. <laughs> Boom! Warden of the Valley. That deserves a badge. Hey, uh, Blue, that deserves a badge, right? I didn't quite catch that. That's what she says when I deserve a badge. better take some of these duties seriously. The uh, caretaking duties, I mean. I remembered what the manager of the Overlook Hotel said to Jack Nicholson. Not the bit about the guy who went crazy and murdered his family, the boring stuff about going around the hotel and warming different parts of it, making sure the pipes don't freeze. So I've done that. I've systematically gone through all the radiators, checked all the light switches, and most of them work. And when I find one that doesn't, I make a little note of it. And then I remember I have no idea what to do about any of that stuff, so I just shut the door to that room and don't go in there again. I'm reading more, too. The uh, Pink-Footed Goose, or Anser Bracharynchus, doesn't breed in the UK, but probably Iceland or Greenland, and is just wintering here. Anyway, if they're going to shit on me every day, I thought I should at least be able to address them by their full scientific names. Well, I've really come to love this farmhouse. It's so peaceful. There's a, a record player and lots of old Christmas records. And it's November, so seems appropriate. Hey, Blue? Tell me something interesting about Christmas. Hi, Gordon. Did you know that not only did Oliver Cromwell ban Christmas pudding and mince pies in the 17th century, the law was never officially rescinded, so technically it's still illegal to eat them. Awesome. So, uh, a lot of the archiving, I think, is just literally moving boxes of tapes. I mean, sure, I'll need to go through them sometime, but 
There's no rush. What the hell is that? The phone is ringing. I mean, I'm really busy with the these. The phone is ringing. For God's sake. The phone is ringing. Hello? All right, sugar tits. Clive. Oh, um, Bryony isn't here right now. I uh, know. Just wanted to check in on you. Oh, uh, well, normally Grace or Pam would do a check-in. I know that too, Gordon, because they work for me, like you do. Uh, of course, yeah, uh, sure. So how are you, Gordon? Oh, uh, I'm great, yeah, great. You do yeah. what we're paying you to do, right? What do you mean? Bryony asked you to look after the place and sort out the archives, didn't uh, she? Mm-hmm. You know, the archives of the work we do at Red Valley... The world-changing, potentially limitlessly lucrative work that, frankly, is the only reason that gloomy little shithole hasn't been flattened by a giant Monty Python foot. Yes. Yes, I'm on it. You're on it? Yeah, I'm on it. You sure you're on it? You're not just playing yourself at pool and listening to power ballads on the jukebox you repaired? Oh, uh, I mean... You know a Blue Sky unit is a microphone as well as a virtual assistant, right? I, uh, I did not know that, actually. I thought we were friends. It's kind of like I found this I've on Friends. On friends is a situation before. comedy. Oh, don't get me started on that. What are you doing, Gordon? Oh, uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm just, uh, I'm here. <laughs> That's just it. You see, I need you to do more than just be there, Gordon. I need you to work through those archives, mate. In fact, that's not even true. I don't give a liquid shit about the archives, actually. I just need you to get everything on Warren Godby looking ship-fucking-shape. Because he's the ticket. For me, for you, for everything. If I find out you've been leaning back enjoying that ex-rental copy of Passion of the Christ, we're gonna have a problem. I'll get on it, Clive. Right away. boy. Off your trot, then. E- yeah. Oh, Clive. What? There's no one else around here, is there? What do you mean? Well, no one else around. Any neighbours or overhead people who might want to visit, you know, in the middle of the night, then change their mind and drive Uh, away? I don't give a shit if you're haunted by local sprites or some Highland bumpkin is plucking up the courage to invite you to the next caber-tossing festival. Keep your eyes on the cryonically preserved prize. Is there anything I can help you with, Gordon? You and me are done professionally. Warren Gobby here, just got back from a run. Eight o'clock in the morning, already done a run. Haven't even had breakfast. All six of us, along with, uh, what's his name, Dr. Um, Dr. Mr. Motivator. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I've started this too soon. Give me a minute. <laughs> Blue Sky, save the project. Remember, you can call me Blue. We are not on first name terms anymore, Miss Sky. Project saved. Would you like to play the next recording? Have you checked it already for my muted words and phrases? There are no mentions of specific crimes or details relating to the sentence of Godby Warren. Okay. Go ahead. Hello. Hi. So, uh, I don't need to be so sycophantic. Apparently there are no bonus points for obsequious behaviour, or indeed brown-nosing, as Dr. Halbert calls it, of any kind. Now that I'm in my little bedroom and I've got my three minutes, um, I do have a few thoughts about the induction day, you know, that uh, that I could share. This is clearly a second-hand induction pack. 
the main clue is the massive cock and balls that have been doodled over the contents page. Unless that's your new overhead watermark or something. Right, let's um, let's look at this. Uh, congratulations from everyone at Overhead Industries here at Red Valley, our state-of-the-art facility. You're about to join our team of expert clinicians and researchers supported by our, hmm, caring, dedicated and highly qualified hospitality team that will make this experience closer to a rural retreat than a scientific study. I take issue with the term state-of-the-art, I suppose. My expectations for Red Valley were quite high. Uh, I knew it was a laboratory underneath a military station in the wilderness, so, of course, I imagined, not unreasonably, I think, Area 51 from Independence Day. White lab coats, stuttering science nerds played by Star Trek actors, maybe something like that crossed with the Dolph Lundgren training montage from Rocky IV. I don't know. Now, disappointment, I can handle. I'm used to that. But I guess I was kind of expecting, as a minimum, the security that one might find in a highly guarded penal institution like the one I just left, because at the end of the day, all the new guests are hardened, violent, convicted criminals, after all. So when, at the end of today's induction session, Harry Reid decided to brain Stevens over the head with a fucking metal chair for making eye contact with him, I was somewhat surprised when absolutely fucking nothing happened, apart from Stevens being dragged by the feet out of the room, leaving behind an oil slick of blood coming out of his head, and Harry staring at us all with a look that could cut diamonds while folding and unfolding his arms every three seconds like a fucking maniac, which is exactly what he is. I think there are literally only three people working here, and there are six of us. That is bananas. This is going to end like straw fucking dogs. Good night. Right. Well then. There is a short addendum. Oh. Uh, go ahead. Quick update. Little group meeting just now to inform us that Stevens and Reed are leaving the programme. In fact, they've apparently all already left, which is weird, because there's only one way in or out of this valley, and no one's come or gone all day. So that's definitely not disconcerting whatsoever. I'm going to go and stare at the ceiling for the rest of the night. Bye. Evening, Warren. Apologies, I haven't been down to see you much. You look well. I can't actually see you. I thought they would have put windows in a cryopod so people could see you floating about. But I guess it's nice to have privacy, isn't it? I've been struggling, Warren, with what's going on here. But the truth is I have to make a choice to be a friend to you or not. I'm going to keep listening to your tapes, but I'm not going to find out what you did. I'd like to say it's because I'm respecting your privacy, but the truth is, I recognize the guy on these recordings. He doesn't sound too different to me. He's scared. He's lonely. He hates exercise. Maybe you're not who I think you are, but... Given the company we keep, you might still be the least awful person I currently work with. So let's be friends. I'll be back tomorrow. And maybe I'll bring top trumps or something. While You Were Hypersleeping is a Red Valley miniseries written by Jonathan Williams and directed by Alan Mandel. Music, editing and sound design by Richard Campbell, Carol Pestridge and Alexander Broad. 
performances by Alan Mandel, Jonathan Williams, Alexander Broad and Natalie Day. The jukebox was playing Rock Counselor. If you enjoyed the show, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe. Red Valley Season 2 is coming soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, moon base, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart was on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta. Out.